Ramble. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, Eugene, I would love nothing more than if you could introduce well, this fuck episode. Fuck you, Miles. Hey, man. I fucking put you on the spot because I know you're going to perform. Okay. Get back out of there on the court, Eugene. Okay, Dad. And in five, four, three, two. Hey, guys. What's up? It's the tripod. You're uh, if you're listening to four, four of us. Um, so Ned is here. Hey. And Zach. And uh, Keith, and then Miles is here too. Hey. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're gonna have fun time today, and mm-hmm. I hope everyone uh, likes what we talk about. Yeah, it's a weekly comedy podcast, so you know, mm-hmm. hopefully, yeah. um, you cool. can. I just try to take it a different direction. Like kind of Last funny. week we came <clears> in <throat> like a thousand percent blazing. So yeah. Yeah. So now it's a little more different energy. Muted. This is a chill podcast. Yeah. yeah. We're chill boys. Chill guys, just hanging out. Admiring Eugene's beautiful jacket. Yeah, it is. is. Well, I don't want to go down this wormhole yeah, again. But, but, <laughs> but Eugene does no, nice. Guys, but I don't. It, but I agree nice with jacket. Eugene. Let's not cover it because that, then he made a tweet, and then all my tweets were just about how hot Eugene was in my mentions. And yeah, me was, too. A well, lot. I agree. It was a lot. Yeah. It was overwhelming. It was overwhelming. I get the audience. I get that you love Eugene, but you know what? I also. Let's talk about Keith. Keith's wearing a dark shirt. <laughs> yep. It's pretty yeah. nondescript. Uh-huh. But you know what? He looks good in it. Ooh. I would say that mm-hmm. um, you're... It's f- covered in cat hair. <laughs> My oh, life God. is covered in cat hair. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. No, there isn't. Mm. I've just... I've succumbed. I used to run my, my little uh, Roomba-type vacuum all the time and now I've just I've accepted that I'll, that my house yeah. is just hairy forever. It's just mm. hairy. Yeah. It's just it's part of the life now. You should get a Roomba that like does not only cat hair but like beard trimmings, you know. So it's just like a like a completely huh. hairless house. Huh. I want because um, I get beard trimmings everywhere, man. I got these little red little yeah. red beard goobers. I got some ear fuzz. I don't have any ear hairs. Ear fuzz. Like like the border of oh, my ear has some fuzz, and then every now and then I get one that is like how Whoa. you know when you find that one hair and you're like. Little guy, how'd you grow so fast? <laughs> How did you yeah. grow a full inch and a half without anybody noticing? You know what's weird is that if you look at your body, I do, all the and time. at some point <laughs> you'll notice one abnormally long or thick hair. Yeah, yeah. that spot always keeps growing. Yeah, an abnormally long thick hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's weird. What's it's up weird. with that? I don't know. What's up with that? Do you have you ever pluck one of your facial hairs and then you examine it and you realize it's two to three hairs fused together and that's just <gasps> what that pore does? Oh, yeah. That's just what that hair follicle always is. Yeah. And you can split it. You can take it and you can grab the both fused parts and you can pull it apart. It's satisfying. Is it gross? Perhaps. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. It isn't, but for some reason, listening to you describe it is not making me comfortable. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> all that and more all on, on today's Trapod. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I should play with magnetiles. It's a kid's toy that's fun for adults, too. Are they magnetiles? Yeah. I'm sure that you can relate to this, Ned, but you can't have those little magnet guys, the tiny little bead ones anymore, because they're illegal, because kids and dogs swallow them. They're illegal? Yeah, you can't tiny, have to buy what them. tiny little bead ones? There's, like, magnets about. that are, like, tiny little, like, and you can form them into little shapes oh, and stuff. Right. Little but, dots. But you're not supposed to have them anymore, because kids will pick them up and eat, too, and then it'll pinch, like, their organs, and dogs, same thing. Fucking Whoa. kids. I know. These are vibe. not edible. These are, like, big. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's, so good that's better. That's way Wait, better. what if we make Dang. edible magnets? <gasps> that's not a bad idea. <laughs> that feels like something out of goop. It's goop, yeah. That's goop. Goopy. Use magnets. Yeah, make use... your life better. Shout out to Gwyneth. Guys, I got a uh, troubling email. What? No. This week. From Gwyneth? <laughs> not from Gwyneth. <laughs> from Gwyneth? <laughs> it's not from Gwyneth. Gwyneth was going to, she was going to do an Eat the Menu, right? Oh. Gwyneth was going to do well, it. What do you think? What menu on earth are, is she going to agree to eat all of? Eat the Menu, the Gwyneth Palm. Bath and Body Works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did, I'm uh, like, is this the bike thieves reaching out because they listened to the tripod <laughs> and felt bad? Note? No, uh, it's from a man named Albert. I'm just going to read it. Oh. Hi, Zach. Or, hi. I, this was to my assistant email. Oh. Of course. So I, Do you have I, an assistant? No, it, it's literally just... Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't let I him know. Said, I thought he said assistant's email. I no, I have an assistant email just to filter out stuff, and I check it once a week, and uh, please don't email it. Um, I heard about the tragic accident that happened over the weekend. I am so sorry <gasps> about what? Zach's death. He was a great influence to a younger generation. What? I was wondering if you've already <laughs> begun funeral arrangements. If not, I'd like to put my hand in the ring. Should be hat. Uh, <laughs> if you tell me what you would like in a service, I believe I can create a very competitive offer. I am so sorry about your loss. May he rest in peace, Albert. What? Is it from so I'm dead. Apparently, this is incredible. Somebody Did offering you to do a funeral for you? Wait, <laughs> Zach, you have to do it. So then Albert replied again. I don't have a copy of this email, but um, he then said something along the lines of like, I know how to hold a traditional Jewish funeral, but I also think I could add some pizzazz that would make it special and unique to Zach. <laughs> so I am a little upset with myself. I replied, hi, Albert. I'm not dead. Thanks for checking in. And as soon as I hit send, I went, what the fuck was I thinking? What were you thinking? I could have gone yeah. with this and found... So mm -hmm. then I replied again, and I'm like, but for when I do die, what'd you have in mind? Albert has not replied yet, but I'll, I hope to keep you guys in touch. Hmm. Um, well, he emailed your assistant. Uh, this is very confusing for Albert. Yeah, he's like, wait, mm -hmm. I'm not dead? Wait. Oh, I didn't think you were a dead assistant. I thought Zach was mm -hmm. dead. That's true. Mm -hmm. Do you think it was a prank? Like one of your friends or loved ones reached out to a funeral home to tell yeah, do them you that think you it were was dead? Miles? It I, wasn't me. But I have no idea. And also, this guy's Miles? email is like his name dot entertainment. Like he's not a funeral director. At least uh, not. That's what his email is. Huh. So I don't know where he thought and heard that I died. I would, I would like to know how. He thought I died, um, but also that he's like reaching out to be like, yo, bro, I can throw you a sick funeral. Yeah. Does he have an email signature with a business? No. 
<laughs> it can be Jewish and even more. <laughs> it can be even more than just a cool Jewish Zach, funeral. I feel like you have to throw your own funeral. So I did think about this. Uh, Is that a video? I thought oh, it was a video. Yeah. I've thought a lot about my funeral and how in a dream scenario, I'd actually like to throw a preemptive funeral. That would be oh. my dream. Kind of like Zach's goodbye bash. Uh, and mm. I think I love... <laughs> okay, we're gonna talk about funerals, I guess, for a little bit. Yes. Have you been to funerals where people laugh? To me, those are the best. When you're like mm. celebrating life as opposed, look, there's obviously gonna be crying, there's right. sorrow, but yeah, if you there's... can tell a fun story and and celebrate, that to mm. me is so cool and beautiful. There should be both, you know. You should shed some tears. You should smile and laugh and you're think back on good memories. Right? Let's well, talk about beef. Oh, I love beef. Ooh. I have a single filet mignon in the freezer. I'm waiting for the right time to thaw it because it'll take a few days to thaw, and then mm -hmm. I'm going to cook it and eat it, and it'll be delicious. But Becky doesn't eat beef, so beef has become a solo <gasps> venture in the Habersburger household. Oh yeah, so I get that. the Ned's well, if you ever the Ned need like a friend. We should have a steak party soon. Yeah. Steak party! Steak party! You and me. Like going to town. Yeah. And as much as I love my two bosses going to town on a piece of meat, I'm talking about beef, the kind that you don't get at the grocery store, the kind that weighs on your conscience late at night. Oh, expensive restaurant steak. Ex oh my God, yeah. $130 for a steak is too much, but it is delicious. That's right, Keith. Now, today I texted you all, I want us to do a Squash Our Beefs episode. Now, obviously, we have squash. brought up beef. I would never put squash on no, my beef. No, oh. no, no. I love Spaghetti squash. squash on a flank steak? I love Fuck. That sounds good to me. No. Now I get why you're confused, but to clarify one more time, we're talking about emptying out our vases of trauma. Oh, and this is the boner episode. This is the boner, picking oh, the our boners, boners episode. With you. Now, we've started beef on the podcast with many other YouTubers, people. I think today <laughs> is the day that we bring up beefs and we squash those beefs. We let those go in the year of 2020. I know it's March but uh, yeah, I think it'd be fun for you guys to squash some of your beefs. Miles, what? You go first. I go first. Yeah, yeah. you have beefs. Yeah. Set it up. We didn't. You, it must have been anything. on your mind because you have, wanted us to talk about our beefs. So you Miles, must have beefs. Tell us about your feud with the Merrill twins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, for me, it really is advantageous to start beef with somebody bigger than me. But um, <laughs> honestly. My beef is with you guys. <gasps> what about what? what about my like beef this. is with you guys? Now, <laughs> we've been in the pandemic for a while, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, we started doing remote podcasts about last year around this time. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, right. I know right. where this is going. Yeah. I yeah. Don't. Yeah. 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 How many of you feel super confident and comfortable with your at-home studio setup? It's not great. Yeah, but I will say every single one of your partners, except for Eugene, Eugene's perfect. Um, <laughs> every single one of your partners, their Zoom background on You Can Sit With Us, yeah. flawless, beautiful. gorgeous, uh, incredible. Their sound is impeccable. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Yeah, crisp. But then we go over and Zach's sitting in, sort, in front of a beige wall, yeah. just got out of bed. Yep. What's up? What, what, there's the beef. Yeah, there's so the beef. I talk about this to Maggie all the time. She has a beautiful background, puts quite a lot of effort into rearranging our living room to mm. have. And I say, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to sit here yeah, in the setup uh, that I don't have to put visual effort into because that's mm -hmm. my little treat to myself. I appreciate that. Yeah, but it's yeah. quite ugly. I did uh, rotate my desk. It took me 300 days to get there, <laughs> uh, but I did finally realize that I had been in the pandemic for 300 days. It was right. time to uh, change it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Certainly not enough. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm at that state. Well, I'll, I'll talk more later. What it's about you guys? Squashed, yeah. All right, sick. I can barely handle setting up the goddamn microphone anymore. <laughs> it's been a year, and every single time I'm like, this is the worst. This is yeah. not a... It's because I don't have... Uh, 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 I'm always thinking that we're gonna come back to the studio, so uh-huh. I never set up a permanent thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's on maybe that's on me for yeah, like mm, that's how yeah. I want to mentally. We're wishful thinking. It's wishful <laughs> thinking. Yeah. Like wishful maybe thinking. it's right around the corner. Dress for the job I, you want, Miles. Yeah, maybe the spike will go down. I don't need to make this a permanent thing. But also like. My desk is in the back house. Ariel's yeah. desk is in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the bedroom, now I'm kind of invading her space uh, mm-hmm. during the day. And also, there's a non-zero chance that Wes is gonna like walk in with a tuba and blow up my spot. You may notice that, and you can sit with us. I also walk in. I'm like half naked, butt naked. I gotta get ready for the day. I gotta put down the baby. There's just a lot of things going on. So what yeah. my gift to you is, Miles, uh-huh. is uninterrupted access to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. And honestly, consider our being squashed. Yeah. I'm also, I'm in the back, the guest house. We have a guest house yeah. at our house, and it's become the Keith's operations for all the work. <laughs> Keith, so. the Keith, Welcome Keith to Keith Corp. operations. It's Keith Corp. <laughs> it's my work, and I go to work, and I say, bye, I'm going to work, and I go over to the guest house, and I'm, I'm there for several hours, yeah. and sometimes Becky comes and says hi, and I said, honey, I'm at work, and uh, mm-hmm. she has to go home. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cute. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I, I agree that their setup looks a lot better, mm. but my setup also looks bad out of respect so that hers can look better. That's very good. Keith, consider a beef squash. Yeah. <laughs> Eugene, there's no beef, so consider, you know, fucking add a boy. I'm not going to say it's a girls and gays thing, mm-hmm. but when we got home for the pandemic, I mean, yeah. if you could look back at all the tripods mm-hmm. remotely, I only have two locations I shoot those in. Yes. Because I'm facing a light source. Yeah. And I have to kick Matt out of wherever that is. Mm-hmm. So we've also communicated that if I'm doing something because my most and I'm really uncomfortable in both of those spots by the way they don't that bed that I'm sitting on I'm actually sitting on the very edge because of the way the window is it's like very particular Mm -hmm. so that the lighting is right Mm -hmm. and that you get the right depth yeah um we, we take most meetings at the table with like, you've seen me with just like a painting right behind me and yeah. it's really dark lighting. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm like 30 minutes preparing before trying to figure out it cleaning sucks. the tables and yeah, behind. Yeah. I mean, cute. they're probably smarter because mm. they get to just be like, I'm just going to set it up and go. But this is yeah. a desegue yeah. into my, my bone to pick. Honor <gasps> alert! Life. Fucking cleaning sucks. Yeah. Oh. Cleaning sucks. Preach. Preach. No one told me that being a human would mean that I'm just cleaning all the fucking time. And you can't hire a cleaner in the pandemic, so and you're forced to deal with your own bullshit. Especially yeah. now, my heart goes out to everyone who's like me, <laughs> who yeah. is having a work out of an apartment. I I don't have much space, uh-huh. and my Shouldn't my office make it easier to clean. No, Ned, my home, my office is my kitchen, is my podcast studio, is my shooting space. Yeah. There's not much space, so everything I do, mm-hmm. I have to set up and break it down so that Maggie doesn't come home to a fucking pigsty. Yeah. And oh my god, it gets so messy so quickly, and it never ends. There's never one day where I've looked around and gone, egads, I've done it. It's back <laughs> to perfect. It it just it falls apart mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. And it's this I feel like fucking what's his name? Rolling that boulder up the hill, but it's it I'm not even making Sisyphus. any progress. It's just crushing me. I'm getting Sisyphus all over the place. Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Yeah. Lipshits. <laughs> Six squish. Uh-uh. Cicero. 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 
Lipschitz. Yeah. You Sorry, guys with me? me of. <laughs> I'm with you, Zach. And also, we're at our homes all the time now, so I'm all, all I do is do dishes. It's like I feel oh, like oh my god, all I'm doing is Dude, doing dishes. Dishwasher dishes every goddamn day. Yeah, it's nuts. I'm doing dishes three times a day. Yeah, I, I certainly hear you on the like. Oh, I gotta set up fucking lights and camera to film myself, but I kind of like putting away dishes. There's like a satisfaction in putting everything in its spot. I don't like scrubbing the pots and the pans necessarily, right. but you get a nice dishwasher full of clean ass dishes. You put every bowl in the spot where it's supposed to go. You put all the forks with the forks. You put all the knives with the knives. You put all the spoons with the spoons. It like pleases my sense of organization. But that's every day for me. Am I alone here? Like, am I doing something yeah, wrong? I do I it every to, morning. Every day I have yeah. to. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I, I, feel good. Good. I hate feel it. Like I've accomplished something. I'll also, because I know that Becky will listen to this podcast. Is so for full transparency. Becky does 90% of cleaning and that's a, at the minimum in our house. She's certainly mm-hmm. much better at cleaning but she also doesn't like it when it's not clean. Whereas me I could walk through a dirty space and be like, yep. Oh sure. My that's fine. Is- I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. So like it's my comfort level like in my guest house like just off camera and all of our podcasts is a huge pile of garbage. <laughs> this is a huge pile of garbage if I were to angle the camera just a little bit you'd be like what the fuck is all that? I'm like it's a bunch of shit that I scooted out of the way mm-hmm. for this one moment of no, the podcast. I, look a lot of my cleaning is out of love. I don't mm. my office and my area is a hazardous mess yeah. but I have to as Miles alluded mm-hmm. to it's a bad looking background so when I film videos at home I have to take over the communal space yeah. and so I'd say about one to two hours of my day every single day is cleaning and I want to die <laughs> I want to die do men do men need a shit nest <laughs> I feel like I need a shit nest yeah. I need a place where I have a pile of stuff and I know where all the stuff I yeah. want is within that pile mm. and I'd prefer it to be to in be the pile, pile than to be in drawers. Well, it's because we're not working in the office. Your shit nest definitely used to be yeah. your desk. And I loved that. Love the good <laughs> it's shit how, nest. And it's it also, my dad had a shit nest. Like, all of his work was always on our, like, <laughs> dining table. I've never heard shit I'm, nest. <laughs> it's a shit nest. It's like, if you'd be like, Keith, where's the calculator? I'm like, oh, I know where it is. And I would move three books. Yeah. And I'd move this bowl. And I'm like, here it is. It's under the bowl. And they're like, why is it there? I was like, I don't know. That's where it is in the shit nest. I'm with you. Uh, I, I think just, we're wrong, but I'm with you. It's wrong. It's just like my brain can remember where things are if I set them down so me and when I do put things away then I have no idea where it is 100% and I also I kind of need to see things to remember them so like I will always put all the shit I need the next day right by the door which means it's like in the middle of the living room like no but I need it there because if I don't see it I won't take it and then I'll forget it. I used to leave one piece of garbage. It was like the the box that my medicine came in on the floor in front of the door. And I would say, Maggie, there's some garbage by the front door. Please don't throw it away because when I get run out of the house tomorrow morning, I need to remember to take my medicine. And that visual reminder is the only way that my stupid broken Mm -hmm. brain is going to be able to do that. You know what? I'm going to say it. (gasps) Say it, Eugene. One, I think I'm truly the messiest guy out of the four of us. Hmm. Like at you, heart, yeah. <laughs> y'all, have the y'all have never, y'all have never seen how I lived before I met Matt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. I've seen your desk. <laughs> I've seen your desk, and we, we both have bad ones. I, I'm, the, I'm literally the, the type of person. I had a crazy like hand painting on my wall because at night I would get bored and just start dipping my hands <laughs> in paint and just 
doing this. Oh. I was literally like the stereotype of a artist in a rom-com in the 2000s. Uh -huh. Yeah. Like I was slashing at the walls. I had no bed. I just had a mattress. Yeah. Sometimes I didn't have a sheet. I just had a mattress and pillow. Oh, Love that's that. intense. And all of it was because I, I I got rid of a, a loft bed after college right. and then I just never bought a new bed. I just had the mattress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So Matt's the exact opposite. <laughs> Matt is also, I think, probably the cleanest person mm. out of our group. Yeah. He's pretty clean. He's Listen, pretty damn clean. Becky's pretty clean. Errol's pretty clean. Yeah, Errol's pretty clean too. Matt demands not Don't just- you come for that you, crown. <laughs> okay, if you're doing the floors, Matt demands when we do it weekly, <laughs> the dry, dry run where you pick up the stuff, then the vacuum, oh. then the wet run. Sure. Through the entire that's, house. That's a classic that's, floor cleaning, unfortunately. Three times. You I'm with you, man. Yeah. I'm, but- Everyone else is going to listen to this and be like, yeah, that's how you do it. Like, I know. You. That's, I was just like, I can just, I can so just, much, I can yeah. just back him. But he also demands that every specific thing in a in a drawer is folded a very specific way, like a condo. <gasps> yeah. So anytime I leave something out, he, he actually watches me and makes me fold it mm -hmm. a specific way. Can't you just let us fall apart? But let us I, just die slowly. What I will say, what I will say is, what I will say is, as the person I think who could be an example of this is my brain. You have to get used to my brain. This is how I operate. Yeah. I admit that I probably operate more efficiently with a system that I reluctantly adhere to because now mm. I know where everything is. Yeah. I always was like, no, this is how I operate. I don't need to know where things are. I will dig, dig, dig mm -hmm. and I'll go, where did I put it? And then 30 minutes pass and I'm like, of course. And then I feel brilliant because I was like, of course I put it there. Of course, it's like the 20th place I look. Mm -hmm. But but you, you found know, it. Yeah, Matt has the, the fucking organization down to it. No, tea. it's true. Bless him. So if, if you it uh, is good. It's a good improvement to learn how to keep things organized. I have to admit it. I don't want to be just the dirty boy. I'm trying to be better. You know I'm what? trying to be better, but it never ends. I want to put barcodes on every single thing I own and put one of those Target kiosks <laughs> in the middle so yeah. I can type in yeah. laundry Need detergent finding your and it'll item? be like laundry closet. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, when we take a sh whenever we take a shower, he makes me clean the shower door. Oh, squeegee? Every time. Yeah, I squeegee. Yeah. I, I hate it. Nuts. Clean it and then spray Ned, the shower down. Ned, are you with us? Are you For against us, man? <laughs> I'm obviously against you. How is that a question? Oh, oh my god. You want to squeegee a shower? You want to squeegee? I don't want to squeegee the shower, but I want to have a clean shower, therefore I squeegee. Is it clean? It's so you don't get water stains. Do you see what right. showers get like if you never squeegee them? They have Those like beautiful little dots. Spackles of dots <laughs> and it <art>. gets <laughs> builds up over time. Look. That sounds like somebody who's when they're showering they can see. See, I have glasses, which means when I'm showering, <laughs> I can't see anything. You're in the blind So I leave the bathroom before I have my glasses back on, so who knows what that place looks I'll, like. I'll tell you this. I can certainly relate to everything that y'all are going through because uh, relatively, Ariel is much more clean than I am. Her right. clean threshold is uh -huh. higher than mine. Yeah. I'm like, the floors are fine. She's like, we need to sweep the floors. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there you go. The person that it annoys more uh, tends to win those arguments. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> As a me relative to, I think, the average, certainly relative to you all, I'm much more clean. I like putting things away. I like putting away laundry. I like do like I like it when my space is organized and it felt it helps me feel like I know where things are. What uh so so like I, I'm just I get snarling it. over here. I get, I get you. But like it it, it it's uh it's my, my point of view is valid. Your yeah, point of view is valid. Ned, I appreciate having your perspective on the podcast. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, I and when you together, yeah. you have to find that happy medium, you know? Yeah. And that's what's hard. 
I'll it tell is. you my bone, which is related. Ooh. My bone to Bar. pick. It's a double bone. It's a double boner. Ooh. Double boner. <laughs> a double sided boner. Wow. So I'm picturing like a Darth Maul situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two yeah. Yeah. So I, I love, like I said, when things are organized and I know where things are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my beautiful wife, she also likes redecorating. Yeah. Oh, and a reorg. Oh, I agree. In the I refrigerator, relate. she likes. Uh, like uh, she likes collating things. She likes to streamline things in the refrigerator. So I am constantly like just besieged by things randomly being moved to other places that are quote unquote more organized yeah. and leftovers that have gotten in her eyes too old thrown out oh that's the hard, the worst thing you can and do I'm to like, Ned is get rid of leftover you meat you threw out my thing <laughs> literally beef. I was going to eat my thing yeah, yeah. why is it gone I've abandoned uh, my boy mm-hmm. abandoned my child <laughs> my child <laughs> <laughs> my beef the milkshake and <laughs> You know, we've talked about it. So she tries to let me know, like, hey, I reorganized this. Do you like it? And I go, uh-huh, honey. <laughs> I, I, I have to say yes. And then I try and memorize the new spot. But, you know, you ever have, like, y- you're so used to grabbing the second drawer to pull out the thing you sure, need, right, the 100%. knives or something. And then all of a sudden they're in the first drawer because that's higher to the counter and it makes sense. But years of muscle memory have trained you to reach for the second drawer. So you reach for it and then you open it and there's no knives there. <sighs> I'm with you. But also, I, I, uh, in the same way, I'm like, Becky organized everything. And it, made, it makes sense where it is. I never would have done all those things. So, Becky, I know you're watching and listening. I greatly appreciate <laughs> Keep Just to make sure on the yeah. record. This is a good defensive I don't move. Want this you, is a defensive move. I don't move. want you to think in any way I'm taking credit for almost any cleaning in the house. I'm not. Mm-mm. I'm bad. This is good. Keeps covering that. his ass. I and also, absolutely appreciate it. She does a wonderful job of well. making sure the refrigerator is in nice shape and that the floor mm. is nice even though uh, okay, I'm just going to walk back. all yeah, over Keith, it. We'll definitely cut that thing you just no, no, said. No, 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 no. We need that. We need that. We need that. We need that. Yeah, it's, you know, I think it. It's it's a trade off, right? Here, here's a a partner who is more organized, more clean than you. There there are certain trade offs, but the, yeah. the end of the day is you gotta appreciate that that refrigerator looks nice, looks I think, clean. I think the lesson here, don't throw out my beef, is that our partners are right. Yes. Yeah. There's and we no don't world like that it. we are right in this clean situation. We don't yeah. Like it. Again, now, mine well, is no, perfectly your, good leftover. In your own is, personal world, if you're not sharing with anyone, be as messy as you like. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what it comes down to is someone comes over. Mm. People like looking at cleaners, but you've been to people's places and been like, wow, this place is really messy. Like, yeah. that's where they went out. You Again, my beef clean. is not with the partner, it's that it never ends. Yeah. It is right. that no matter what I do, I shall never. T- tomorrow it. is another full dishwasher. Mm-hmm. I can't say it enough. But I, I you know, I, hate it. <laughs> I didn't have a dishwasher for a long time, so yeah. I love the dishwasher. The yes, dishwasher is Why the don't best. you let Maggie do it and then you do things that she doesn't like but that you like? We have some trade offs. But frankly, mm-hmm. I'm just there all the time. She goes to work. 
Yeah. All, mm-hmm. The pandemic problems too. It's just like you're living in your space way more than you normally would. Mm-hmm. So stuff gets messier. There's more dishes. Right, you yeah, eat lunch but, there, and you, know. you see it all the goddamn time. Yeah, you can't go, yeah. you know, to the movies and forget about all your troubles. You got to sit in, watch the movie in your living room, and then look over and see that yeah, fucking cup that's, that's not in the sink. So you got to get up and put that cup in the sink. And then Re- regardless of where your uh, personal cleaning habits lie versus your partner, if you have a partner, I would encourage you to to talk to them about it yeah. and talk it through because uh-huh. now. Well, after I explain my beef to Ariel, she checks with me before she throws my literal beef out, and she <laughs> shows me the new organization of things so that I can give it a thumbs up and also start to understand where the knives are in their new place. I could truly talk about this forever, but uh, in interest of a variety of bones, mm-hmm. who else it wants to get a pickin'? Who's got mm. a boner? I'm trying to think of a bone that I have to pick. I mean, I'm always upset with Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm always upset with them. Why? Why? Because they're just like, they're sponsoring other people. You know? <laughs> Who do they sponsor lately? I don't know. I see people all the time be sponsored by them. I, I No one yeah, even specific anymore. I'm like, why is this person? Why is this person better than me? You didn't like Maybe your rate's too high. Maybe your rate's too high. We're not very asked. good at Instagram. <laughs> they haven't even asked. <laughs> I know, but who cares? You know what? Yeah. People look come to me and they say, Keith knows about food. I trust him. Mm-hmm. So someone could buy that trust. Someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. could be that trustworthy. So buy, well, yes, obviously the trust will go down <laughs> over time. But the cash will but come But I would only endorse a delicious treat, like a Crunchwrap <laughs> Supreme. Everyone loves a good Crunchwrap Supreme, right? Am I right, ladies yeah. and gentlemen? And Lex, actually, you, they didn't pay me so to say that, so I hate spec. the Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> mm. Well, you're beef? coming with conditions. That's maybe what it is. They've seen the video. You didn't yeah. like it. You they, had a bucket. They play the video in their corporate office. That's so funny. Uh, so they up, man. show their employees me. That, well, you know what? That means they are giving us revenue, Keith. The littlest bit. We'll take it. They need to be auto-playing that video on every computer in their warehouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless they downloaded it and then sort of... That would be rude. Oh, fuck. That's You're possible. Right. They probably they don't did. use YouTube. They and they stole it. Let's yeah. sue Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They illegally ripped idea. our content from even, the internet? Don't even know if that's sue true. Moss. <laughs> 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 sue Moss. Sue Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have any. Current, like, my, my current beeps are within the Pokemon community, uh, not really. Just the reselling market. Keith, you're into Pokemon. I know, right? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm very into it. Have you been what? But I'm into it because it's so hard to get be into it. You can't buy anything, and I I think my beef in general is with people creating uh, difficult supply and demand chains right now in a pandemic because people have to. There's certainly wants and needs. Like earlier on, there was the the guy who did the hand sanitizer hoarding who got in all the trouble. There's people who were buying all the toilet mm. paper. Uh, people, and then even the Xboxes and the PS5s. Apparently, you can't buy them because people have bought them up and That's are selling at higher oh, prices. Man. So, like the idea of looking at a pandemic and like this is a shitty situation and making it worse by creating an even worse supply and demand chain that annoys me. Yeah, ticket scalpers. Ticket scalpers Fuck have em. always been the problem, right? Bo- bots that that uh, go into pre-sales, so you can't buy a ticket to Radiohead, and that might have been your only chance a few years ago to go even see Radiohead. But you sat all morning and you tried to get those tickets, you didn't get them, and then you didn't see Radiohead. And now will you, you ever see Radiohead? Like, I should have just paid, like, I, yeah, four hundred dollars. I should have just paid it. It's Radiohead. It. I love Radiohead. And I'll never see them. Like and that. I don't know when they're touring next. It won't be the same. It won't be the same. You're only My- at your zenith once. 
Radiohead. Radiohead's probably still good. I yeah. think they're still really good. They don't have that youthful energy. Mm. Tom York, I bet he's still dancing like a goof. Time comes for us all. It does. That's the beef I have. Eugene, what's your beef? I have a beef. <gasps> oh, beef alert. Uh-oh. And of course, it's not with my amazing partner who definitely is right about cleaning the floor three times. Mm-hmm. I want to stress that. <laughs> the partners are right. Yeah, yeah, I will clean we, it three uh, times. The partners though, uh, are right. Yeah, they are right. I, see, I right. see the vacuum picker. I love up. you, Ariel. <laughs> I see pick it up. It does work. I know. You get to make the floor wet and then dry and then dry again? It is I don't how know. floors work. I love all yeah. your partners. Everyone yeah. got nervous halfway through the podcast. Was, I was just like, whoa, it's too much It's been too far. No beef with the partners. My beef is with people who defend the British monarchy. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Let me go into my I was going to say go off king, but don't because we don't have kings <laughs> okay, in this Go chat. off elected go official. Off, go off non-white peasant. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so one, why the hell do you have so many stakes? And an apologies to British people out there who maybe grew up with this like total lie. I know it's total, like nationalism is real in every country. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, you're... The more you're, you can be as obsessed with them as you want, but I mean, it's not like you can marry into the family. Like, you're not their cousin. Like, that's how it works. It's all about keeping a family in power through hereditary means. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like all this stuff with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, mm-hmm. you're you're looking at it and you're just like, didn't people are just far right people in America are twisted? Like they fucking you know tattoo revolutionary war on their butts mm-hmm. and then in the same sentence they're like but you know you know who's right fucking queen elizabeth because <laughs> megan is of of color and and is and talks too much it's wild it's wild also we already had an example of a princess who had some personality differences with the monarchy and look what they did to her and she was white mhm mhm what do you think is really happening? Everyone's just like, I'm going to talk about racism and you know who I'm going to defend? The country with one of the worst colonial histories in this planet, if not mm. the worst. Right. Why do you, I'm, I'm, I'm Korean and I'm speaking English right now. Like, it's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. <laughs> people are like, yeah, race doesn't have anything to do, race doesn't have anything to do with uh, the monarchy or the way that, I mean, I know it's a constitutional monarchy now, yeah, right, blah, blah, blah. It, all that shit is still hereditary. <laughs> fucking monarchies, they give, you know how most yeah. of them started? Someone was like, dude, you know what? God said, uh, me and everyone I fuck, usually my cousin, are gonna be the ones who have control over all of the wealth, over all of the policies, in this nation because of divine right. Mm-hmm. And, and all the guns I have. And all the guns. That's mm-hmm. in, it's <laughs> in fucking sane. But, you know, like, sure, we're distant enough from some of those uh, uh, moments where it became, like, clearly a uh, more of a uh, autocratic, like, system where they're just like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, like, change the entire church so I can get divorced to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're a little distant from that. I'm sure Queen Elizabeth has, like, her, her nice days. But, I mean, she is, she is, very elderly and she was like touring Africa in her youth touring Africa over the colonies like India was still part of (laughs) under the rule the heel mm -hmm. of Britain Uh none of this with race when people bring it up is there's there's no defense of it because what it comes down to is you hear you you get one drop of color even near Mm -hmm. that and that is that is like they were already upset that she was a divorcee like these antiquated rules, there's nothing good that can come from that. Think of any family in your community that's just like, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to keep these rules and keep all the money to ourselves and all the power. We're just going to sit here and everyone else has to listen to us. You know what that's called? A fucking cult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
That was my Woo. that was my bone to pick. Big, sorry, yeah, man, that was big, a it just came to me. Sorry, hell yeah, steak, big bone, <laughs> big beef, big beef. Well, good for good for good for Harry and Megan. I support what they're it. doing. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah! It's weird to they can come stay at my guest house. You're not Tyler Perry. You're not, You're not Tyler good. Perry. I know, but like, just um, that's my smooth. Next time, if there's any know? lesser, uh, <laughs> that's my, I'm trying to be royalty. like him. He's in, he inspired me. Apparently, you can just invite uh, <laughs> people who have been, you know, shoved out of their royal family to your home, and they'll take it's, it. Look, it's like funny on paper, but pretty fucking cool that Tyler Perry stepped up where no one else did right. and was like, "I'm going to rescue these people." Uh, You're gonna have my house. <laughs> <laughs> I um I never huh. followed any of the royalty. It just never really interested me. So frankly, this whole story has kind of been one of the first times in my life that I've actually engaged yeah. with it. And every level of it is crazy. But then I also remember that here in America, we have people that uh, totally disproportionately and blindly praise our leaders. It's a different way, but I think like there's something in certain humans' DNA that craves that... Uh, I, mean, I guess it's autocracy, right? But it's like you want to to you want to worship somebody, and I don't fucking know where that comes from. It's chaos to me. Mm. I mean, we yeah. have that here. Mm, we we absolutely yeah. have people worship politicians like they're gods, and and that they could do no wrong. And with the monarchy thing, it almost seems like there's an element of a, a craving for storytelling. Like you can sure. like watch a Disney movie and read about princes and princes and or you can like just create these these narratives in your mind it's like uh, with the weddings and the formalities of of the traditions and everything it's almost like people turn it into a real life fairy tale but it's not that and you know what else fucking gets my goat go goat getter maybe we should just re-examine storytelling in general because most narratives fairy tales like even like i don't fucking care who ray's grandfather is like it doesn't have to be passed down Hell from a yeah. grandpa yeah. you can be an average person to become a hero the hero stories are so laid with nepotism mm -hmm. and with this idea of being like destined Fuck destiny. You make your own destiny, not what your daddy did or what your daddy's money, like how heavy his 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 pockets were. Last like, Jedi represent fuck that shit. Even WandaVision, which we aren't going to talk about this episode because we talked about last week. WandaVision had a moment of that, too. Where it's like, this is what you were born to do. It's can we get away from those fucking stories? You're not born to do shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's probably that's probably why people like it, though. Cause that's why they like it. It's it, really it hurts it, when you say you're not born to do shit. And then I hear that. And then I think about myself. Then I feel really well, I wish bad. I was born to and do And then something. I wish that there were something that I was born to do, but it's not true. I wasn't born to do shit. You were born to try, Ned. No, I wasn't. I could uh, go over. I, I could do I, anything. I. Yeah, you could have done anything. Could have done anything. I, there's many directions to go, and I feel myself going down a dark one. So I'm gonna pull myself away. Get but, back to the light. But I do think that there's also this element of the lottery system, right? Where like your everyone's life. Uh, has some form of misery, but as long as the monarchy exists, you can be plucked and become royalty and live this magical life, and maybe you too could become a princess. And I have to assume that's part of the fantasy involved there. Everybody thinks that their big break of getting super rich is coming, and that's why they need to keep these horrible laws in place that allow people to get super rich. Because, like, mm, well, that might yeah. be me. It's the same with, uh, right? yeah, billionaires you know, or whatever. Billionaires. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's not just race. Think about Dude. gender. Think about like it was literally every single look up any European king in the past thousand years or honestly Asian king, any king and think about exactly how 
those marriages, like your your life as a woman was to get married, produce an heir, produce a male heir, mm-hmm. or what? Get your head chopped off. Get your head chopped off. You know, like it was. It's it's um. There's no such thing as like. It's not even. It's not even a positive story for those who are like intimately involved. Mm-hmm. It, it's just this system that also then just produces like. Honestly, it's just like one big eugenics experiment. Yeah. Oh, and this is like a real the veil is being lifted moment where there was this illusion mm-hmm. of they are marrying for love. I think, again, I don't really pay attention to this stuff. So you correct me if I'm wrong. And then Meghan Markle came in and was like, oh, no, no, no. But she's not the story that we're trying to tell. So we're going to write this out. Yeah. I mean, Diana was the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Still modern day princess, but certainly one that she she was not fitting in the way they liked. That's why I don't I watch mean, The Crown. I hear it's great. So much of human history has been this fucked up situation where, like, power and strong people with guns uh, enforce the laws of a society, retain themselves in power, and, like, profit from it. Yeah. And now it's still kind of like that, but mm-hmm. then also, like, people with money equates to people with guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greatest bone to pick of all. The boat was, history. Yeah. God, um, I, I I went too macro with that, didn't I? No, that was good. No, it was good beef. It's you know, it's kinda crazy that there There's is still a, a king cow. in Britain. It's almost it's like it's And, and then they people, so call countries the Commonwealth. They go tour the Commonwealth. All these countries are still under they're still under. Yeah, Queen Elizabeth's on the money in like islands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh yeah. Like Canada? Canada's a Commonwealth. Do they pay money to Britain? I think so. Do they? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Why did you look at Miles? I don't know. Miles on the ones and twos? <laughs> look, Canada, listen up. If you guys are paying money to Europe and you want to pay something you know, to the, us, we'll take it. And we'll, uh, maybe we'll do that thing. You see that map that was redrawn where like Canada just... I'm going to uh, Google it. Where California, Oregon, Washington just joined Canada Beautiful. instead and be like, look, we can make Canada the richest nation immediately by taking the West Coast away from America. Okay, <laughs> it, great. It, it's the final constitutional ties between the UK and Canada ended with the passing of the Canada Act of 1982. In 2020, the UK left the EU. That wasn't that long ago. Wow. Uh, Canada is the third largest foreign direct investor in Britain. The fuck does that mean? Does Canada pay taxes? Canadians do not give any financial... I don't know, guys. Well, you don't come to us for facts all the time. You come for us for hot takes. I'm going to light this fire and run away! A lot of half sentences there what? from Zach and reading Wikipedia. Like, <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people in Doesn't seem Britain, like... like like love the monarchy and not just a nationalistic thing but kind of like the stories and the the traditions i don't know like the same way we like uh the rockefeller center christmas party or something when you grow up you're taught to like you know the original founding fathers and how amazing they were how they gathered around a table and they formed this great nation and they were all you know, late 20s dudes who are like, <laughs> if you really look at who they were, they were just late 20s dudes who are like, I don't want to fucking pay money to them. They're <laughs> All they're doing is taking my money. They're helping me with shit. Let's leave them. They're like, no, they'll kill us. Like, who cares? We'll kill them. And that was how America's... History class that, is propaganda. That's America. <laughs> fucking history class in school. They just teach you some bullshit. Well, they just change how it was to make it so fancy. It, it, it becomes a fairy tale version of what was happening. But what's great is that our generation, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure... Many people we threw in the, tea into the harbor. Many people in the UK probably share a very similar opinion. They have a negative view of the the monarchy of what it represents. And you know, uh, Harry and Meghan are around our age, and they are you know actively doing this to make at least a statement and a difference in their lives. I think it's just a different time, and hopefully this kind of continues and 
we don't go back into the dark ages where again they, they like fucked their cousins <laughs> to keep it in the bloodline you're That's sitting right up. next to keith's Habsburg. <laughs> Look, man, come on like, a Habsburg. <laughs> my brother brian it. says we aren't and i said are you sure he's did apparently did research in the Habsburg and says we aren't a part of it and i was like i don't know man Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't have the um, the inbred mm. aspect that they have of their jaw. Yeah, like that. I think yeah. our yeah. generation. Because I had braces, bro. I pushed my underbite back. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, we should find out if you're you actually. Had I had a little bit of an underbite, yeah. Royal royalty. I think our, our generation, and because of how we were taught history, oh, Gallagher so so oh, fucking. Boy. But we, we take for granted how closely removed we are from the atrocities of history and how they continue to reverberate into today. And I think about this with how we are taught about like the civil rights movement, right? The, the narrative that we're taught is uh, they were racists, then the last one killed, Mar then Martin Luther King fixed it, and then the last one killed him, and now racism is over. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the narrative we're taught <laughs> in school. We all know that that's not true. And uh, you think about that uh, with how we are taught about the uh, uh, impact of colonialism. In my mind, the British Empire is over, but it ain't. No, it's, yeah. It ain't. No. People, I mean, very specifically, like, the Holocaust is a great example. Yeah. Where yeah. it is probably the greatest, w one of the greatest atrocities put on a group in human history. And it was within the past si 70 years? Yeah. I have years? a living yeah, living yeah. relative. Living relatives. Who, who was in a concentration camp and survived. He's yeah. still alive. And there are people that are saying that's Denying a that it yeah. didn't it's exist. People, so and people can get so dumb even within one generation yeah. and revert back to unoriginal propaganda. It is He's insane. had to make it his life mission just to go around giving talks to say, this is real and we shouldn't let it happen again. So, I mean, that being so close to us, like the entire age of discovery where much of the European colonialism happened and affected our current day, you know, like everything in society and with a lot of our race relations and the Eurocentric... Blah, 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 blah. You guys know. Um, people deny that in the same way, and that's already like, what, a couple hundred years removed, 100 years removed. You can do that within one, a parent to a child can tell their kid the Holocaust didn't exist, or a parent to a child can say, oh, immigrants from these countries don't experience a, a certain type of racism because racism doesn't exist. You then take it to the level we're at now. I mean, that that is the scariest thing because you're already incorrectly taught history in schools, then you're incorrectly taught at home, and then you form an even worse opinion independently. There's really no, there's no way to, there's no solution to like, ma like mass educate everyone. And the problem is that what it comes down to, and what we always continue is that there's an inherent bias that people have, and a lot of that is racism, and a lot of that is sexism, and that's where you're just like, oh, where did you learn that? I was just like, oh, it's just, it's just in you, and that's. Sad. Maybe you're born with it. Maybe it's racism. <laughs> <laughs> supple brains. You know, supple brains are what I have a beef with because a supple brain will remember the first thing it's taught and it's really, really hard to unlearn what you're taught. So, yeah. like, if... I, and I, that is, like, where a lot of things come from is, like, families can, like, you know, choose homeschooling or, or like, places... That, you know, education is a state-by-state -state thing. Mm -hmm. It's not a... There's no federal... Uh, education standard really so every state gets to decide what they teach so all these young brains in different places in different counties can learn things that are not as exactly as true as they might should be and then it's really really hard to unlearn 
Like you can't it like once you if the first time you heard how planes fly was explained to you in a wrong way, you'd be like, well, that's how it is. And when someone else would say that's not how it is, you'd be like, no, you're wrong because what I learned first has to be right. And that's right just like brothers. That's how brains work. <laughs> like they really have a hard time. Yeah. It's, unlearning. Yeah. It's very hard to admit that you're wrong. Yeah. On, like anything. Yeah. Anything. Right? If you learn something one way and then you later learn that it's actually a different way, you're like, uh. it, it's tough because you might have, you might, it makes you distrust a lot of your brain and it's much harder to unlearn everything. So you're like, well, that's probably, I must just be right and they're wrong. Something and I've been thinking about it. lately is what sort of implicit biases am I already passing on to my, you know, three year old son uh, without even knowing it? Yeah. For example, hmm. this boy Good loves trucks. Just freaking just lo- always talks about trucks, plays with trucks. He knows all different types of trucks, crane truck, dump truck, <laughs> whatever, Loves power trucks. roller. There's Loves so many. Truck. They, we all love dump trucks. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I think to myself, why does he like trucks so much? Is there something like inherent with, is there like something with an inherent gender thing of like boys lagging trucks? And then I thought like, what if like, I, as a boy dad, who I am a person that likes trucks and like wanted to be an engineer at one point, what if whenever he talks about trucks and plays with trucks, I like get more excited or am engaging with him more mm. because it is actually also one of my interests and I don't even know that I'm doing that. And when he does something else, I don't know what the... He loves trucks so much. There's <laughs> nothing else. He's a one truck mind. He's on a one you know, truck mind. I don't know. Playing with dolls, say, uh, which he has done, and not as much as trucks, though. It's like, what if I am like implicitly uh, kind of mm-hmm. creating a feedback loop of liking mm-hmm. trucks because I like trucks, and I don't even know that I'm doing it. I appreciate they have that self-awareness, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I like Frisbees because that's what my dad preferred to throw with me. If I were to choose, like, a football or something else, he would prefer a Frisbee. So eventually I was like, okay, we'll always play Frisbee. And now Mm -hmm. I like Frisbee the most Mm -hmm. of those things because I'm the best at Frisbee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, your your awareness of creating, um, like, subconscious biases are is already like a huge first step because we, you can't help doing that, especially as a parent. You can't help doing that as uh, just a human sometimes. Right. But like taking to the extreme of your example, then you have many dads who would like hit their child if they were playing with a doll mm. and then like give them so much positive reinforcement if it was a truck or a toy gun. Yeah. I mean, that's unfortunately like the history of like gendered parenting. Yeah. Your awareness though, I mean, you can't also change yourself, so you can't be like, I'm going to force myself not to be excited when he talks about a truck. Yeah, when he asks how something <laughs> works, I'm like, well, <laughs> let me tell you. The pulley hits the fulcrum. There are things called electrons <laughs> inside all of these. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, the, I think that awareness and, like, understanding that people can deviate and that you um, are open to the change and also you're open to changing yourself. I, mean, I think that's what we're all trying to strive for when we discuss these things. Because we could also be wrong in our own perspectives too. Like I'm, I'm obviously biased in my own way about monarchies, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but I think that you know that that I saw a great tweet recently saying, "Be like, just you should just like be open to the the fact that you can learn so much more when you realize that you can be wrong." Which is, I think, a philosophy we've always tried to mm-hmm. to push forward. I love being wrong. It's so fun to learn something new and go into a topic and assume that you don't know. I don't love being mm. wrong in the moment, but no. I appreciate having been wrong and then changing my mind. Yeah, Zach, later. what was that about avocado oil? 
What about avocado oil? <laughs> that was all true oil. about avocado oil. Oil. Okay, oh, that shit's still real. You're going to get another email, man. <laughs> By the way, I heard recently that there is olive oil you can cook with. It's just not extra virgin olive oil. Because olive oil in and of itself no, is, has a high wait, smoke. what? Oil. You can cook with olive oil. You can cook with olive oil anyway. You're not supposed to deep fry stuff right. yes, or like fry high heat because it has a low smoke point. But yeah. there is olive oil that's not extra virgin olive oil. Regular olive oil, you can use a high smoke point. Uh. What? I'm making this shit up. <laughs> I, I saw this once. What? I could be wrong. It's the olives, I think. I'm going to go the... ahead and say <laughs> I'm thrilled that we started with uh, cleaning because... Uh, we went. We started with cleaning, and we ended up with human history. That's what this podcast is all about. That's <laughs> what it? you come here for, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, Miles is giving us the wrap up sign, but hey, join our community at Triceratops over at Patreon.com/slash TryGuys. We'll keep talking about human history and how Zach loves olives. <laughs> also, TryGuys.com. Get the merch now. It's time for our final segment, where the youngest and least experienced of us. Miles time. Miles time. <laughs> Miles time with Miles. <laughs> it's advice that'll go for miles. Tune it to your Miles time. We're going to do a big energy shift over here talking about history. Miles <laughs> time. Miles you told time. Us, you told us to start talking about bone picking. That was yeah. perfect. Can I, can, can I be honest? I'm interrupting this song right yeah, now. Yeah, no, you talk about My bone to pick was about my partner. <laughs> <laughs> but I, suddenly everyone was... It was like, oh shit! All of us realized went straight to. They do a lot more work than we do, so we're And I was like, what the fuck is bothering me right now? I don't know the British monarchy. Fuck you, Piers Morgan. Yeah, fuck you, Piers Morgan. He sucks. Y'all heard about vegetables? (laughs) (laughs) Greens, collard or otherwise. (laughs) Bell peppers. Fruits. Spinach is those are vegetables. Broccolis, yum. <laughs> Grapes, fruit. Not a fruit. Well, apples, fruit. Okay, <laughs> artichokes. Uh, uh, vegetables. Vegetables. Grocery stores are <laughs> too scary. Grocery stores are too scary. It's 2020. You don't want to go to the grocery store, but you want to feel that feeling that you get when you reach inside the grocery store. Ain't that right, Ned? You reach I'm not sure where this is going, but the grocery store. Reach. When you reach when you reach inside the grocery store. Reach inside the grocery store and pull out something sweet. Y'all gonna wanna get a big fibrous <laughs> dump after. Yum. So what y'all's gonna wanna do, get your vegetables. <laughs> and on the way home, think about him. <laughs> think about him. Mm-hmm. And y'all are gonna get home, and you're gonna be like, "Okay, I'm gonna put these vegetables in the fridge." No, <laughs> get get out of here. <laughs> Take those vegetables out of the bag. Put them in your bathtub. <laughs> put them in the tub. No, just playing. Take your veggies, slice them up, and put them in a jar. Now put those front and center. The human eye is a fantastic beast. (laughs) You're going to see the veggies in the jar pre-sliced, and you're going to think those are going to be super easy to eat. If they're in a bag underneath the cupboard, underneath the ham, you're going to go for the ham. (laughs) Put the veggies, broccolinis and otherwise, sliced up inside of a little jar and think, (laughs) that's to go. You can take vegetables to go. No, it's a Starbucks, bitch. (laughs) You're going to take those peppers out and you're going to be like, that's a bell pepper to go. (laughs) And I'm having it on the couch with my mouth 
Easy does it, Charlie. This is great advice, actually. I love this. Uh, this is your actual first good piece of advice. I'm I don't giving a hundred. <laughs> I don't know about cutting them up. That might dry them out. Depends on the veggie. Depends on the veggie. The vegetable. I thought your advice was going to be to to jar pickled veggies, which we've been doing a lot more of at our my, mm. uh, my household. I love it. <laughs> Maggie's now making kimchi. Oh shit! Oh she, shit! She found this like adorable Korean grandmother teaching her daughter how to make it and watched the whole video and like spent an hour making kimchi and it's great. Kimchi wow. Demonte. Yeah, that's that's what we call her now. Mm-hmm. I like kimchi. But this is like psychology 101. This is mm-hmm. cool. This is like yeah. trick your brain mm-hmm. into eating better. It also just makes so your veggies are always going to be spoils and they're going to get the sickness. And you don't want that, Ned. Oh, so you're like cutting them up so that like the, the so clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. You have to eat them. Well, See, that's like, the part I don't like. You don't necessarily need to. Be, I mean, there's lots of ways. You can also put a little folded up people paper towel in there, and it's going to keep them from getting too moldies. <laughs> but what I like about it specifically is it saves space in a way. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> because the jar in some ways is less obtrusive than a bag of spinach. But spinach is not really one. I do carrots, celery, and you got to pre like pre cut the celery so it's the right size, etc. Yeah, uh, I kind of uh, like. Miles, 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 I thought you were gonna yes, put Eugene? it. Miles, 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 <laughs> yes, Eugene. Yes, Eugene. Done a lot of fun voices. Oh, so now, many fun voices. It's my neighbor, Eugene. <laughs> oh, hey, Miles. Hey, Eugene. How you will come doing? over? I don't know. I'm allergic to vegetables. Oh, uh, we'll get you some beef. Oh, well, I already picked my beef. Okay. And it's with the Queen of England. Very nice. Beef in a jar. Beef in a jar. I like jars. <laughs> we use jars a lot. We don't use plastic bags. We use jars instead. It's a really great way to have your leftovers. Or They're like fun looking. Things. And also that you can keep using them, throw them in the dishwasher. Now you got another. Now you got a new uh, bag tomorrow. And it's fancy. Just better than bags. Uh, and you can also pickle with them. But I, my only thing about vegetables is I think vegetables should be enjoyed more in the morning. Love that. I think you can saute some green beans with your eggs, and you'll be oh, surprised at how delicious that meal is. That's incredible. Preach. We don't have a lot of vegetables for breakfast, but... You let a little yolk run over your veggies? Oh, my God. It's incredible. Living life. Like kale and Good. do some sauteed kale and carrots for breakfast would be delicious. <laughs> that's cool. I haven't yeah. done that. I've been yeah. doing a lot of rice and eggs recently. Yeah. Well, you can throw some of those vegetables in those rice. That's good. This has stayed with me forever. We were at VidCon one year, and they have this like buffet booth, and it's an omelet bar. And Keith went up and was like, can you just saute me a bunch of vegetables? And I'll take some eggs on the side, and I'm like, you can do that? <gasps> you can just ask that? Because, wow. like, I'm like, I didn't really want an omelet. I just want a fuck ton of vegetables. Yeah, I just brought a bunch of and, vegetables. <laughs> I mean, I did that for myself sometimes, but to do that at a buffet, yeah. pro move. They'll do whatever you ask. I'll, 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 truly? That's the, what, that was two, three years ago? Mm-hmm. I think about it to this day. Wow. wow. Incredible. I have a request. I've been sitting on some advice that'll go for Zachary's Whoa. for a couple months now, to be honest. <gasps> And I think we should do an episode where we get to take a stab Agreed. and bring some swag wow. of knowledge. Love so that. maybe Ooh. next next so time we'll be an advice episode. So maybe Miles talks for 50 minutes <laughs> and then each of us gets 2.5 minutes to give advice. Yeah. I would love that. Silent. Everyone must produce their own Terrifying. theme song. I would uh, love it. I do want to hear your advice, though. Well, we'll have to save it. you're going to have to subscribe for more! <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, we've already wrapped this episode up. So, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> oh, no. that's, 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 Keith, that's, Keith, that's, Keith, that's with the official tripod theme song. 
It's advice that we'll go for. Try guys. Try guys. We'll give you advice time. It was time for a gross and trying to try guys ready. Give her a little miles time. And try guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We're giving advice next week, right? Yeah. Until next time, stay beautiful. Stay beautiful.